Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. All right, well, this week on Urban Spelunking, we are in downtown Milwaukee at Milwaukee Area Technical College. The construction started at this building in 1917 is when the building began construction, Bobby. And this is so interesting, Bobby, because we've got the photos that really tell that story. Thanks to our our good friend, Adam Levin, who we've interviewed a couple of times here on the podcast. And he is just like, he is definitely the guy to dig up the photos from the 1920s from MATC. And he, he just got access to this amazing treasure trove of photos from way back when. So what a cool place to start here, Bobby. And I guess let's start with these photos. Where did these photos come from? So these pictures were taken, There's they're from a couple of sets of pictures. The earliest ones are from the 20s that were taken by... Uh, the Carney Photographic Studio, um, and they were probably hired to document the um, construction of the building and the and the including the completion of the building. Um, and they probably came back to take pictures of the classrooms in use as part of that. And then the later set is from I think the early 1960s, and those show the demolition of some surrounding blocks and the construction of some of the. MATC buildings that are there now that you might remember as the T building and the C building. <laughs> so where did he find these photos? So thank God for Adam and these guys who do this sort of thing. They they go to estate sales, rummage sales, uh, secondhand shops, just you know, antique stores, and they dig up these. You know, they just go through all the stuff and they find these amazing photos that then we get to share with everybody else, as opposed to having them just end up in a dumpster or in somebody's private collection, never to be seen. And these he bought in Cedarburg at an estate sale for a guy who had passed away named John Burkholz. And Burkholz, it turns out, uh, was an educator for like a half a century. And he, oh, wow, okay. all of his jobs focused on adult education. Um, and he worked at Harper College, Erie Community College, Gateway Technical College, and at MATC. Where, and he was a president at all of these schools. And he retired from MATC in 2001. So these actually came from sort of an, an MATC source. And they show you know these, these views that are more than 100 years old back to when the building was was basically opened opening to the public and and just really in its early history we're talking like 1920s um how interesting and 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 you know it really relies on people like Adam who care you know that that want to save and preserve this story and if you think if you if you didn't have somebody that cared about preserving this history it would be lost you know right i mean there's those of us that care but don't really have the time or the inclination or the ability to kind of go and dig <laughs> through the through sort of the rubble of life to find these things. But the good thing is that thanks to like, like Facebook, he can share these photos with other people. And that in turn leads people to give him photos. Do you know what I mean? So it sort of builds on itself, which is very nice, very helpful. Well, coming up in the second part of our conversation, Bobby, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the history of Milwaukee Area Technical College and talk about these amazing photos. I mean, uh, some of these views, looking at these classrooms, I, I just, I, I actually went to MATC and got an associate's degree after after I finished my undergrad, and I, I definitely recognize the like the windows, these classrooms, these views inside of these classrooms. You know, where there, there's people in overalls working on masonry. And it's like, those, I think those are the same windows that I looked out of, you know, as a student. <laughs> now, 100 years later, it's, it's really, really cool. We're going to dig more into that history next. 
Radio Milwaukee runs on community support, and thanks to the Lacey Sadoff Foundation, we have a chance to unlock a $10,000 match, funding the podcast you love for a month to come. Double your support today at RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate. And we're back on Urban Spelunking in downtown Milwaukee at Milwaukee Area Technical College. As you mentioned, just a, an amazing collection of photos showing you the history and, and looking into some of these early uh, classrooms at MATC. So where should we start? We've got some really, really cool, um, you know, like the history here. We're looking at these auto labs where they're working on these these cars from the era, you know, these bricklayers. It was like MATC always was a, a trades education school. Yeah, there's two things I love about these photos. Some I love that they sort of show you what was going on at MATC, which is cool. And then the other ones I love because they show you what was going on kind of outside around MATC. Um, So the ones inside are are really cool because you get this sense of some of the different kinds of things they were doing. Like you said, there's an auto repair shop and they have these things that look like Model T era, you know, uh, cars that are Mm -hmm. being repaired. Um, Then there's a shop where it looks like maybe it's a machine shop. It's kind of hard to tell. Then there's another one that shows like a stenography classroom. Um, then there's one Oh, is that what that is? Okay. So, the, so every desk has a... Yeah, it has like a, a stenographer's a, machine on there. Okay. Um, then there's like a cooking class. Um, and then there is um, what looks like a laundry. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite... I, I used two of the photos from this one because it's my favorite. Um, is the masonry lab where these like guys learning to do bricklaying? They're doing brick and mortar work. They're building um, fireplaces, and, and they're, they're just doing that like right in the middle of a classroom. Then, yeah. like I said, this this classroom, I, I maybe I wasn't didn't have a class inside this exact one, but I definitely recognize those windows and the view looking out yeah. from, from the classroom. And to see these guys in overalls, like laboring over these bricks a hundred years ago, it's, that's pretty cool. And my favorite thing is that in the first of the two pictures I used from this, there's like, it's like sort of an overview of the classroom and you can see all the different guys working on their projects separately, kind of scattered around the room. And then the second one shows the guy in the overalls standing next to his fireplace with a roaring fire in it <laughs> right, with, like, with like two guys in suits looking on like he's showing them his fireplace but the the interesting thing i notice is that if you look at that photo the um the chimney is about two feet tall and the smoke is just appears to be venting into the room <laughs> <laughs> it's true um, yeah it's definitely I'm smoky not, in there i'm not sure that was the best idea but um it was just kind of cool to see like the finished product and the guy standing next to it who obviously did it he's holding a trowel still in his hand um and it's just kind of cool to think of the, all these people who learn these skills. And, you know, we, we were talking about it earlier that, you know, you go into a house, like my house has a, a, a beautiful stone fireplace that somebody had to learn how to do that. Right. They didn't mm-hmm. just go to Walmart <laughs> or didn't go to Home Depot and buy one and stick it in. They right. had somebody who knew how to do this stuff and they had to learn it somewhere. Right. So, yeah, we, um, we talk about this craftsmanship all the time on urban speedlocking, you know, be it the, the cream city brick or the, the beautiful mosaic tiles that we we've talked about in mansions and all the ornate uh, wood details on staircases and banisters and theaters. You think about like the movie palaces of Milwaukee, right. all, all the these work and everything, yeah, like all these crafts and trades people that, that I mean, it's in so many ways a lost art form. And you think about this whole generation, generations, plural, of people yeah. that probably learned the trades through MATC 
and made an impact not just in Milwaukee, but around the world. What I think is interesting, too, is there's another photo that's in here of a classroom, and I can't tell what what they're doing. Um, they look like they might have slide rules, and it looks like there might be some sort of mode engine or something on the on the table at the front of the classroom. So maybe it's some sort of mechanical engineering classroom or something. But it's interesting because um, this makes me realize that MATC back then is sort of how I think of MATC sometimes now, is that a place where people who are older and looking to kind of remake their lives or, or like you, improve on skills they already have. Um, I guess it's a place for people who are fresh out of high school, but it's also a place for people who are not fresh out of high school. And this this classroom, all of the people in this picture, they look like they got to at least be in their 30s. Yeah, they're all wearing three-piece suits, we should mention, too. Yeah, yes, yes. And, <laughs> and it's just kind of a reminder that this place has been around for so long, kind of helping people. And I remember, you know, when I moved to Milwaukee, I started at MATC because I wanted to do audio engineering. And so yeah. I joined the television production program, which was sort of the closest thing I could get to that. And I was just out of high school, but I don't think anybody else in my classes that I was sort of in the same program where you sort of moved from class to class as a group, mm -hmm. you all had the same schedule. Um, and they were all people that to me at the time seemed much older. They were probably gasp in their thirties, you know? <laughs> um, but they were people who had like to a, to a person. And I won't say to a man, cause there were women, there were men and women. There were, there were white people. There were black people. There were Latino people. And um, they had all basically been people who'd been made redundant by industry manufacturing, leaving, Milwaukee and this is early 80s and they were there to try and sort of reinvent themselves you know they had been sort of mm -hmm. you know thought they had good jobs and were set you know and then found out the hard way that it doesn't work that way and to their credit they went to MATC and they were gonna learn something new damn it <laughs> and they were gonna <laughs> and they were gonna get back to it you know and that's that's a challenging thing for people to do and thank god there's a place like this or places like this that allow people and help people to do that yeah absolutely i had a very similar experience i went to matc about five or six years after my undergraduate degree and i went to go study uh computer science or software and web development as an addition to my journalism background and same kind of story where it was like i wanted to learn an additional skill and i wanted to get you know really focused uh, really focused education in a you know in exactly what I was looking to study so it was it served me well and uh it looks like uh, you know, there's evidence from these photos that it's been doing that in Milwaukee for more than 100 years yeah yeah and so then the other thing i like about these pictures is and they're not always the same pictures but um there are photos of the neighborhood around Yes, that that is such a cool viewpoint to see the rest of Milwaukee, right? Yeah, and what's funny is that when, like when I went to MATC, nobody lived around there. There was no place to live around there. There was the Pabst Brewery. There was the um, they were building the Bradley Center. You know, Ambrosia Chocolate was across the street. There was, you know, what I mean. It was just all. Um, there was a UWM extension building and the auditorium. It was, but there was nobody lived there. There were no houses. But if, you know, if you look in these pictures, you can see. That it was a neighborhood back then. You know, there's, a, you know, I'm looking at this one picture of the earliest part of the original building. And on State Street, you can see there's a row of houses. And just peeking out on Highland from behind the building, you can see a school, a grade yeah. school. 
mm-hmm. which you would never have put a grade school there, <laughs> you know, 20 years ago, because nobody who would go there, nobody lived there. So it's, it was just sort of, and then in this next picture, you can see an natatorium, a swimming, a public swimming pool. And, and then this next picture next to the natatorium, you can see a row of houses. And it was a reminder that there was this whole neighborhood there that had shops and it had people living there and, you know, people working there and going to school there. And all of that sort of changed over time in the 20th century, early 21st century. But what's interesting to me now is that that's coming back because you have the brewery district where the old Pabst Brewery was. And there's all kinds of apartments going in there. I mean, there's at least mm-hmm. three, oh, yeah. at least four completed housing developments and one that's got to be pretty close. So there's just now got to be hundreds of apartments there. So it's really changing that whole neighborhood all over again. And MATC remains, it remains kind of like the constant there. Yeah. It's like a lap, a lap around history over a hundred years becoming a, a, becoming residential, not residential and, and somewhat residential again. Yeah. And, and I just love these photos because you can see, as we said, Milwaukee around these, including like some people and, uh, construction equipment of the era, all these great automobiles, um, all these signs that were on buildings. Um, so really, and 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 you're high up, so you can kind of look out and see the whole cityscape of Milwaukee from these photos. Yeah, there's some really great ones uh, that, like as you say, that are from on high that look like they're taken from the top floor of the MATC, the original MATC building. And there's one looking out kind of slightly to the northeast. And what I love about it is you can just make out a little house that I wrote about once. Um, it was called Arts Garage, and it was a, an old Usinger stable building. Um, and uh, there was a guy who grew up there who, when I interviewed him a few years ago, was in his 90s. And he grew up in that house. And um, he gave me all these pictures of him with his dog in the yard. <laughs> and he remembered all of the, like, the family that owned the grocery store nearby. And it was really, he was the first one that kind of really sort of hit home for me that this was like a vibrant in part, I mean, not never entirely, but in part residential neighborhood where, where in my experience, it had never been that. So I I love the fact that you can just kind of spy his house kind of peeking. And there's a link to that. There's a link to that original story. I think we spelunked that in the past. That sounds really familiar. 26. Yeah. I think we did. It was, yeah, it was last called the North North building by the Bradley center people because it was the, because they used it for storage and then it got torn down to make way for the Pfizer forum. It was sort of at the intersection of two alleys, (laughs) just North of the Bradley Center. Well, you can find not only those photos we talked about, which were amazing, and if you haven't checked them out yet, go do it. Go to RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts, and we've got links to Bobby's story. We've also got a link to the to Bobby's story in the info box of this podcast as well. So if you're listening on uh, iTunes, just click the description, or Apple Podcasts, I should say. Click on the description. Also, Spotify's got that link as well. So follow the link to Bobby's complete piece at RadioMilwaukee.org and check out those photos and also learn about the the little bonus there too the uh, the North North Building Arts Garage. Well, podcasts here on eighty eight nine are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. While you're listening to 88.9, just click subscribe and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Follow us and, and get every Urban Spelunking delivered to your inbox. And if you could take just a moment to rate and review the podcast, we'd love to know what you think of what we're doing here on Urban Spelunking. Bobby, looking forward to talking to you next week. And if you missed us last week, we had a great conversation. Um, this was fun, the, the Astor Hotel last week. So if you missed that, go back and listen and we'll talk to you next week, Bobby.
All right, talk to you soon. 